besides the school I've had enough for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play it Hey everybody, welcome to the UK Hockey Fan Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm Finn. And uh, we're back again for another bumper episode. Um, we haven't been on in a few days. All sorts of stuff's been happening. Uh, loads of lease games. Uh, all, the uh, trade deadline is passed. And yep. uh, lots of different stuff happening. Uh, so tonight's episode, uh, we're going to cover a lot of ground. But the first thing that I want to do before we get into talking about... Well, before we get into ta- talking about what we're going to do, I want to mention one thing, and that is... Um, the titles of our episodes. Finn, you remember, um, do you actually, off the top of your head, do you know which is the most popular one of our episodes thus far? Is it Mr. UK? Yeah, yeah, it was an episode that we okay. did called Mr. UK. And so loads of people probably don't even get the gag there. And so we have a favorite hockey movie. We love all hockey movies, but we have a particular favorite. And of course that is... Mystery Alaska. We love this movie, right? And if you like hockey, you'll probably love that movie too. And if you haven't seen it, make sure you watch it. It's amazing. Anyway, so we thought it'd be as a little tribute to that. um, It's called Mystery Alaska. So we called that episode... And we talked about that episode... Or sorry, we talked about that movie in that episode. So we called the episode Mystery UK. And so I got a theory of, as to why that was the uh, most popular episode that we've done so far. And I mean, it's way more popular. It's like double popular than most episodes. Okay, then. So my theory is that in the great world of podcasting, one of the topics that people search for the most is mysteries and mystery stuff. And I think that if people are putting in like mystery into just like iTunes or Stitcher, wherever they SoundCloud, wherever they get their podcast... Uh, ours is coming up in there. That episode comes up and people listen to it. And the interesting thing is we get the stats on it. And even though they might have come across it by mistake, loads of them are hanging in there anyway. Even though they might have been looking for like a mystery murder type podcast, they get our crazy hockey one and listen to it anyway. So that's great. So I'm going to test this theory out because whatever we cover in this episode, we got loads of stuff to talk about, which Finn's going to mention in a sec. I'm going to call this episode The Great Hockey Mystery. Really? And we'll see what happens. We'll test the theory out. Okay. All yeah, right. Anyway, that. so we got loads of stuff to cover. Uh, what do you got for us? What are we What, what are we going to talk about? Well, I mean, we have loads and loads of stats, loads of um, kind of franchise records um, that have been broken, uh, mostly Austin Matthews. Um, okay. So we got, we got player stats. Yeah. Um, got uh, a milestone thing, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, loads of games to talk about. Trade deadline was Monday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so trade Monday. deadline just passed and all that stuff that happened and didn't happen, the sort of Leafs non-event there. Uh, Leafs games, since we were on, the, a few Leafs games have been played, most notably uh, Habs, I think, and um, who uh, and we played Oilers last night. Yeah, so we played Washington, have Buffalo, and Oilers all since our last podcast. <laughs> we have. Uh, it's been a while since we were on the air. Yeah. Okay, so we'll catch up about those. Um, we have some Leafs news uh, uh, regarding injuries. 
and we have the infamous uh, Islanders Dear John video message. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when we talk about... So they're playing uh, the Islanders tonight. Yeah, this is the big game. So we'll talk about that later. But yeah, we'll definitely cover off that bit about uh, t- uh, Tavares. Right. Where do we go first? Um, Play- I, player stats or, or least games? Maybe we do a game and then a stat. Okay. Let's do it. Two of them, two what? of them go with the Washington game. So okay, we'll, we'll right. go. For, we'll go for that one first. Yep. So Washington was a loss, unfortunately. Yeah. Again, um, another one of those things where Leafs outshot uh, Washington forty-two to twenty-eight, almost double. So yeah, almost double the shots, and we still lost. Amazing. Uh, scoreless first period. Two goals by the the Caps in the second. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I actually think we might have watched this game as well. Yeah, we did. And um, I was I was really uh, worried it was going to be one of those things where it's going to be two nil. Both of those thing were both those uh, goals going to be in the second again. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Sandwiched well. with the scoreless. Yeah. Then Andreas Janssen in the third period makes it two one, uh, four twenty three into the third period. Yeah, that name's going to come up a bit as we cover the latest uh, Leafs games. Assisted by Austin Matthews as well. Yeah, nice. Uh, good to see Austin getting a uh, uh, a an assist there. I yep. mean, he's doing great in the points, but nice to see him get an assist too. Yeah, but before we before we go on just quick, I just want to address the the line changes, especially with uh Kadri being out mm. uh, with on concussion watch. Oh yeah, that um, reminds me like we've got a plague of injuries for tonight's game too, which we'll talk. Oh about. yeah, it's but awful. Anyway, so yeah, uh, some tough choices being made on lines. Yeah, no, but I'm loving the the line of uh, Janssen, Kapanen, and Matthews. Um, that that line is just going really well because you've got those two speedsters in uh, Janssen and Kapanen, and Matthews with that deadly curl and dragger shot. Well, that quick release shot, yeah. So That's it's crazy. all that that whole line is just about pace. Yeah. So pace of play, pace of shot. You know, I I would be. Could you imagine facing that line right now? It, oh. It'd just be terrifying. They'd just be buzzing around like out of control. <laughs> it's just crazy. You wouldn't know where to go or where to look. That right, yeah, right. Right now, I'm thinking, Marner is actually isn't producing as much uh, right now, as of now. Yeah, he's he's sort of dropped back into where he was at the start of the season. I'd say at the start of the season. I'm sort of thinking, sort of early mid season last year, where he sort of went quiet, and he was just a great supportive player out there. Uh, really um, sort of slipped into this role of just bothering and annoying and almost on the defensive end of things. And um, so still, you know, being a productive player out there. But yeah, he is. He was has uh, hasn't been hugely on the scoreboard recently. Yeah. Um, this was kind of the killing blow for the Leafs. Uh, this next goal to make it 3-1 Washington. Tom Wilson pretty much bullied all the Leafs all night long. Scores a short-handed goal. Uh, assisted by Lars Eller. Mm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much the killing blow. And with uh, 33 seconds left in the game, John Tavares makes it uh, 3-2 Washington. Uh, 34th goal of the season, assisted by Morgan Riley with his 43rd assist. Yeah, uh, that was a tough loss to he- head into the uh, the last few games of, of the series because you you know you went into that game expecting that we're, we're definitely in with a chance to beat the Caps when we play them. And uh, you look at the final score and you think, oh, okay, well, it was close. But actually, you know, we didn't... It didn't feel like we brought our A game there. Yeah. Um, 
I, I just think, uh, I, we, we address this, I swear, all the time, but, um, you got a guy like Tom Wilson in there, and uh, that it just shows with his shorthanded goal that he he is big enough, and with the with the uh, big hits that he throws and the suspension at the start of the season, he just uh, intimidated the least. Yeah, I think. he's a tough guy, and uh, Ovi himself's a big guy, right? And um, we just you know we'll talk about that forever until we get somebody, till Dubas finds us someone uh, with some muscle that can knock some people around. Anyway, so that uh, that was a tough loss. Yeah, that was that actually was the last game a three game losing streak. Right. Um uh a couple stats here though. Okay. Freddie played his 300th game. Excellent. 300th NHL game. Yeah. Ovi <laughs> uh hit 39 goals on 48 games played in that game. Wow. Uh so he's going to be hitting 50. Definitely. That's great. Uh but yeah, um Ovi's an, an amazing player, and well, it, it obviously shows. Yeah. Apparently, with if if he still get, if he keeps up this um scoring pace and the point pace, I think it's like probably like three to five seasons he might break Gretzky's all time record. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh which is pretty great. Yeah. No, that uh that that sounds excellent. That's an excellent stat. Um, do we go? Do you want to go to the next Leafs game? Yeah, let's go into the next Leafs game. I just uh, in my mind, I was thinking that I was starting to drift onto looking at some uh, of the projected lineup and stuff like that uh, for tonight because I was thinking about Freddie and uh, how many games, f- how many of the last four games Freddie has played, and uh, whether or not he's going to be in the pipes against the Isle tonight. But uh, let's 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 not jump ahead yet. So, what was the next game after that? Uh, next game was Montreal. Uh, we watched this game. Yeah, um, les habitants. We literally stayed up for this whole game. I think it started even later than normal. <laughs> and yeah. we stayed up for this whole game. <laughs> it's a big deal. And yeah, like literally. Because they w- end at 3 a.m. here for those people that uh, don't listen to us regularly. Um, a, a 7 p.m. Uh, Toronto time face-off for us is midnight. And uh, that means games are from midnight till 3 a.m. So, uh, you know, it might not sound ridicu- <laughs> ridiculously late to some people, but for us, it's a bit late getting to bed at three in the morning, especially when you got stuff to do the next day. But anyway, so we watched this game, uh, which was awesome. How could you not watch? Basically, um, those people that listen to us regularly know that we don't watch all the games uh, because they're on so late, especially midweekers. And although I watched last night's game and yeah. um, because we got work and school and stuff. Uh, but we'll never usually miss Leafs against Habs. Yeah, uh, very very rarely. And the great thing about Leafs v Habs is that it's such a great rivalry. They almost never hold it midweek, which means it's always usually yeah. on. The, it's always because it's a uh, Ontario game. Yep. Well, uh, well, uh, technically it? Montreal is, oh, is it not. not in oh wait, no, it isn't. Oh, no mind, <laughs> shush. It, it's a ca- it's a Canada rivalry, so they usually they're like close, to have though. it. They're close. They're yeah. close. It's an original six matchup. It's a Canadian original six. Yeah, exactly. Matchup, That's what I meant. D- which That's is what I meant. Deal. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, so that that means it's usually on uh, hockey night in Canada, which is on a Saturday night. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a big thing. I mean, that's probably the one of the most watched hockey games. Um, you know, the uh, most watched hockey lineups in uh, by anybody by any fans. Uh, chances are you'll tune into that, and even if there's a couple games on on a Saturday night or whatever, and that's one of them, you can be guaranteed anybody watching hockey is flicking back and forth to the Toronto Habs game for sure. So, uh, period one. Period one. Uh, I, I didn't like this period. No. 
Um, I don't think any Leafs fans enjoyed this period very much at all. No, it was a t- the Leafs let us have one of their total terror moments. So let's start off with eight minutes and seven seconds into the first period. Andrew Shaw scores for the house to make it 1-0. So let's just be fair to the Leafs, though. They didn't look shaky. I mean, it was a good start. The, ga- the game looked, it looked pretty even. So when that goal yeah. came, it was sort of like, oh, no. But, you know, there wasn't a, it wasn't a feeling like, oh, we're going to get absolutely killed here. Yeah. So Charles scores first goal eight minutes in. Next goal, Thomas Tatar uh, of Montreal scores to make it 2-0 Montreal. Yeah. Now you start to feel a bit nervous. Yeah. They go down 2-0 against the Habs at home. Yep. As at Spa. Uh, yeah. Then you start to feel a bit nervous. And uh, the, uh, you know, texts and tweets start coming in from uh, people that we know that are Habs fans annoyingly. Yeah, that wasn't fun. No. Terps start, you know, and yeah, you want to stand up for the Leafs and we do. But, you know, somewhere inside you're thinking, oh, God. Yeah, and then this next next goal didn't help either. Uh, Jeff Petrie from Montreal scores again. Uh, I'm looking here. Let, uh, I think it's just over a minute after the Thomas Tatar goal. Making it three nil Montreal. So three nil still in the first period. Yeah. Well, that's that was actually the last goal of the third period. So we're down. Oh, first period. Yeah. So we finished the third period three nil down. No, finished the first period three first, nil down. Fir, 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 first. Yeah. First period. Yep. Okay. Getting my three mi- threes mixed up there. Yeah, that's okay. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. That first intermission was awful. I think I went. Uh, I would normally go and get a beer. During the uh, first intermission, I think I went and got three beers. Yeah, that was that was, yeah. Just to try and lubricate the misery. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't great. <laughs> no, terrible. So, uh, right, let's keep moving into the second period. So I know we're both looking at the scores here. I'm liking the second period. Yeah, me too. Um, so two minutes into the second period, Austin Matthews Bye. with that deadly wrist shot. Yep. Scores his 29th goal of the season on the power play, assisted by Morgan Riley and John Tavares, making it 3-1 Montreal. And it's amazing how devastatingly miserable being down 3-0 is. That's awful. You score one goal and 3-1, and it's suddenly, oh, okay, we're in it. Especially two minutes, this is two minutes in. This is like, you've got 18... 18 minutes left of that period and then another 20 minutes. Yeah, so you know uh, during that first intermission they went to the, the dressing room and uh, Babcock lit a flare. Yeah. Um, especially talking to those high-paid guys. Yeah, and yeah. Like Matthews with his, with his uh, up-and-coming up contracts that uh, yeah. season. All that, all that. Right, so we got a goal out of Matthews straight away. Rallying the troops there. Um, 18 minutes, 6 seconds into the second period. Tyler Ennis, another power play goal assisted by Patrick Marler and William Nylander. Nice to see Ennis getting on there. Yeah, on, on the points board. especially after he came back from that ankle injury yeah. a game before, I, I he think. He was out for a month, at least. Yeah. And then that's his second game back, I think, off that injury. And an ankle injury can be a nasty one to, to recover from. Yeah, and Ennis' <laughs> whole game is... Um, is speed and agility and just being able to change direction mm. and uh, turn on a dime in that. Mm-hmm. And um, with an ankle injury, that obviously can screw all that over. Totally. As we've seen with uh, the but, Crosby you know, injury. good rehab. He's back in action, scores another goal. It's now We're now trailing by one. 
So that was the end of the second period. Going into the third period, we're thinking we need at least a goal to take it to overtime. Yeah, spirits are high, though. We're scoring. We've narrowed a three-goal uh, deficit down to one. And now I'm liking... I was liking our luck. This is that lucky bounce. Pricey went out to uh, went out to play it, and there was a tiny little bump. That's I think right. it was. I think there was a bit of ice stuck on the boards where the Zamboni went off. <laughs> Maybe, the yeah. puck hit that bit of ice. Yeah. But Pricey was behind the net. Yeah. Uh, to go play the puck, it bounced straight on the tape of William Nylander's stick, who literally roofed it in the goal. So even when yeah. Pricey tried to try to dive and get it, that's a goal. William Nylander, <laughs> fourth goal of the season. I know that doesn't sound great, but then again, he did miss half. Yeah. Uh, tying it 3-3, uh, assisted by Patrick Marlowe and Jake Muzzin. Nice. Yeah, loving the Muzzin. Yeah, I, lo- I love Muzzin on this team. Yeah, me too. Him and Gardner. Anyway, we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, next goal, uh, 18 minutes, 10 seconds into the third period. Zach Hyman, 12th goal of the season, assisted by Mitchell Marner, 49th assist of the season making it 4-3 Toronto. And we know people will have talked about this. I mean, Leafs fans will have talked this game to death already. But, you know, just recapping here. Starting out 3-0 three ni- three down and um, coming back now 4-3. So uh, four unanswered goals. Yeah, so already we're thinking this is a pretty great comeback from 3-0 yeah. in the first period. Yeah, who wouldn't be happy with that? Obviously, the Leafs, they just wanted a bit more. Leafs not satisfied. Um, empty net for the Habs uh, with, a, with a minute left in the third period. Andreas Janssen, uh, assisted by Kasperi Kapanen and Austin Matthews. Nice. And then we're still not done. No. So that's 5-3. Yep. Uh, and now... They collapsed. The Habs basically collapsed. Yeah, pretty much. Right. And... Just um, the final coffin nail. This was this this was that weird goal. Zach Hyman was on a breakaway. Oh yeah, and got cross checked in the back by Shea Weber, so he wasn't able to uh, hit it in the net. Um, so they gave it an auto goal. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. It's basically. So I mean, I know it's a thing, right? But I'm not sure that I've ever been watching a game live when that happened. So I looked this up the next day. Yeah, and it is uh, an automatic goal happens when there is an empty net. And uh, a penalty shot. It um, would have been a penalty shot. It would have been a penalty shot. If the shot. goalie was in there. If the goalie was in there. But because the goalie's in there, uh, not in there, then it, it's Makes kind sense. of pointless. So To set, make him line up at center on an empty net. Yeah, it's pointless to so literally. So it's just yeah. auto, auto goal instead. So that's that makes total sense. But yeah, that was surprising. So the final score, 6-3, after trailing 3-0 in the first period. Yeah, so that last goal was Zach Hyman, assisted by Morgan Riley and Mitch Marner. However, fun fact... Zach Hyman never actually touched the puck. Hmm. That whole play. But because he was the one, the one that was pushed, right. um, they uh, they called it his goal. Okay. So All right. if you think about it, Morgan Riley actually uh, got the goal. Okay. It wasn't going in, though. Uh, well, and didn't go in. Hyman never touched <laughs> the puck, ever. <laughs> Interesting one. But yeah. So uh, we... we um, Beat the Habs 6-3 after trailing 3-0 in the first period. Amazing. Six Amazing. unanswered uh, goals. Such, such a Leafs thing to do yeah but looking at the shots on goal here is a pretty uh, close game with 36 shots uh, for the Leafs and 35 for the Montreal Canadiens wow okay good right that was a great result obviously we were f- um, feeling good about that and uh, s- especially because uh, I had a g- I had a game the next day oh that's right in Milton Keynes that's right and w- we were giving my mate a lift oh yeah another he, Canadian yeah and he's a Habs fan Oh, that's right. What a perfect thing to have happen on the fo- the following day. So we're driving 
it's about a uh, hour and a half drive to your game on that one and i was doing the driving duty and we pick up the only other Canadian on the t- on your team. Yeah. So you got two Canadian guys on the same team in England. One of them a raving Leafs fan. The other one a flag-waving Habs fan. <laughs> and we beat the Habs the night before. <laughs> and it, it was it was amazing because um, obviously we always want to talk about hockey. I know you do too. Yeah. And it was the, the whole ride was just kind of silent <laughs> until he brought it up like <laughs> ten yeah. minutes later. Yeah. Said, well, uh, we didn't so want to rub his nose <laughs> in it. Yeah, it's just kind of like, so, uh, hockey game last night, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, was, yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant result, and, uh, that game against Milton Keynes, for those people that follow, Finn plays, uh, for Oxford Stars, and, uh, you guys, uh, destroyed Milton Keynes, we don't even need to talk about the score, yeah. but, um, Finn, you're on the scoreboard again with one, did you get a goal there? Yeah, I got a goal. Nice, okay, let's go on, Leafs. Um, you want to go for another game or you want to go for something else? Uh, I mean, we have lots to choose from today. So I'm just trying to think if we do this in chronological order, um, that was Saturday night, the Habs game. So Sunday night, there wasn't a game. Yeah. And Monday night there was against Buffalo. However, before that game, trade deadline, there was the trade. So let's do trade deadline. Let's do trade talk next. A bit Uh, of trade talk. Okay. So, uh, this is our whole, uh, trade deadline, uh, talk here. Um, we're only going to bring up uh, the li- the one Leafs trade that they made, uh, which wasn't as significant as we all thought. However, there is something to say on that, which I have found out. Okay, so just hang on to that thought for a minute, because um, and I, we d- I do want to hear that, because that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that until you dug that out. Um, so going into the trade deadline, obviously Leafs, we're just going to concentrate on the Leafs here. There's a couple of things that happen, um, a bit boring as far as I'm concerned, but so Leafs really hopeful, all the Leafs nation really hopeful that something big was brewing, uh, and that we were going to get you know a really sweet trade. Lots of people hoping for um, another. I mean, ideally we want a big puck moving defenseman. And so the rumors were abounding. Um, you've been going on about Dougie Hamilton now for ages, and you know that there was a bit of a buzz about the possibility of getting Hamilton. Um, and then on the day, uh, without any explanation, um, or no, the day before, pardon me, uh, Jake Gardner suddenly wasn't skating with the team anymore with no explanation. Yeah. And uh, that started speculation that somehow something was happening where Jake was going to go. Yeah. Um, then do you remember what happened after that? <sighs> go remind me. Trevor Moore was called up from the Marlies. That's right, right. So Moore got called up from the Marlies, and uh, people are trying to think of where he's going to slot in, although he's a forward. He is a forward. So, um, you know, now everybody's starting to think, oh, God, there's some sort of combination trade happening here uh, where we need more. Jake's not skating with the team. Jake's must be going. All sorts of uh, speculation just flying around. And in the end, Leafs traded for? Uh, Nick... Petan. Yeah, Nick Petan. Oh, hang on, though. What about uh, Baptiste? No, that was my lease. That, so, but, that, that but doesn't count as the lease, though, because okay. he's he's on an AHL contract. Right, okay. But we did acquire him the day before. Yeah. So, you know, just checking that into the mix. We acquired a guy on sort of speculation for um, that went straight on the Marlies. But we did get this um, this guy, Nick Patonk or whatever he's called. What's he called? Pet Petan. I think I think that's how you say it. Um, Patan. I could be wrong, but you know. Yeah. Okay. We got time to get to know him. 
Um, so he was a trade from Winnipeg. Uh, we traded Par Lindholm um, to them, and we got Nick Petan in return. Uh, he's a center, so he'll probably be slotting in on the fourth line. I would say. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, um, at the moment we got Kadri out. Uh, so yeah, who it'll be interesting. I wonder if he's skating tonight. I haven't seen uh, projected lineups. I'll see if I can find them while we're on. Uh, while we're on. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so he's a center. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say there. Something about the. But so anyway, we got him. But we. Um, oh, actually, what I was going to say was I can't remember the last time that Lindholm was on the ice. Oh, that's a shout. It's um, it's a it's been a while though because as soon as they brought him up I was like oh yeah of course par, uh, but I can't remember the last time he played. Um, we we'll look into that. We can look into that later. Okay. Um, uh, I'll go back to Patan then. Okay. So Patan, uh, Pat- yeah. What was he called? Pecan. I don't know. I'm gonna call him Patan for now. Okay. If, if keep calling him that. No, hopefully it'll stick. Yeah. <laughs> even if it isn't his name. <laughs> um. So he is number nineteen, uh, for the Leafs. As as we said, center. Uh, he's five nine. He's the same height as you. Really? Yeah, he's smaller than me. Uh, quit rubbing that in. Every opportunity you get. Yeah, no. It's funny. Right. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So he's literally he's so he's he's the same height as you. So five nine. You've just said it again. I know. I'll make it funny. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> so he's not a big guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Does, does he also now have to walk to practice? Oh, wow, that's a bit mean. Okay, carry on. Um, he weighs a hundred and seventy nine pounds. Um, how how heavy is that uh, NHL player wise? Uh, one hundred seventy nine pounds. One one seventy nine is light, right? Light. So uh, if you're six foot, you've got to be pushing two hundred pounds. So this dude is a, he's a small guy <laughs> in all aspects. Then, um, uh, and he's uh, twenty three uh, years of age. Wow. Okay. So Young and light, and hopefully fast. Hopefully, hopefully he's gonna be like Mana or something. Mm, okay. Um. So this season he's played thirteen games with Win- with Winnipeg. Uh, he's got two assists um, and t- for two points. Okay. And he's on minus two, so that's actually not too bad. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna guess he's just for kind of depth and um, using that uh, fourth line kind of grinding grinding role. Yeah, that makes sense. That uh, makes sense. Which is probably what we need, you know, especially uh, with with some of the defenders we uh, that are out that we'll get to later. All part of the Grand Shanahan plan. The Shanahan plan. Um, but yeah, so that was the only guy we picked up on the trade deadline. Okay. Yeah, Which and so that's the surprising bit. So um, all the speculation flying about, there was... Um, what was the... What was the, There was a talk of a combination deal with Calgary or something that didn't happen. It was the Leafs and Oilers, and I have this stat if you'd like to. Yeah, 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 do so, uh, Lisa Noyler's trade talk, it would include Connor Brown to Edmonton. And um, uh, initially, Edmonton tried to get him for a, a much lower uh, price uh, with Matt Benning being the return. Um, uh, but it ended up being, uh, a, as a trade speculation, Connor Brown to Edmonton for Adam Larson, who's one of their best defensemen. So... Dubas was trying out there trying to get a defenseman. It yeah. just didn't happen. No. Um, um, but yeah, that was this. Sp- that was a uh, a thing I had to dig up because that was why they uh, called up Tre- uh, Trevor Moore because they thought this trade was going to go through. Yeah. And then Brown would be gone, leaving a spot for Moore to go in. 
Yeah, and so there was precious little chat about that, actually, looking around um, <coughs> various social media outlets and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, suffice to say, the trade deadline for Leafs was a bit of a non-starter, really, or a non-event. Um, and I guess, you know, people need to be quickly reminded that good old Dubas has been knocking it out of the park with some amazing acquisitions and trades and stuff all year. Um, so, you know, why wait till the last day sort of thing, you know, is, is the thing. Um, so he's assembled a, a really good team and we didn't, you know, we, we aren't desperate in desperate need of anyone. So, you know, we carry on. Um, I can't find the projected lineup for tonight, but anyway. I'll come, come out later. Let's go on Probably. to um, next Leafs game. Uh, are we done talking about the trade talk? Do you want to talk about Simmons? I mean, we can talk about a couple of people because there are a couple decent trades that went around here. Yeah. Um, so pretty much uh, Ottawa decided to trade away literally all the best players. Oh, yeah. With oh, Duchesne. And Duchesne went out two days before Yeah. to Columbus. Next day, Dezingle went to Columbus. Um. And then um, Mark. Yeah, what'd they get in return? A fruit basket and a subscription to Playboy magazine or something. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I'll, I'll try and find this. I've got the Sportsnet, uh, Sportsnet trades right here. So. I can't remember. Okay. So Dezingle. Yep. Uh, so went to Columbus uh, as well as a seventh round pick in 2019. Yeah. For Anthony DeClaire, a second round pr- uh, pick in 2020 and a second round pick in 2021. Awesome. Um, so that's what uh, Ottawa got back for Ryan Dezingle. Yeah. And then Matt Duchesne. Uh, it was uh, Colum- Columbus as well. Uh, they acquire Matt Duchesne and Julius Bergman. And uh, Ottawa get back Vitaly Abramov and Jonathan Davidson, as well as a first round pick in 2019 and a conditional first round pick in 2020. Hmm. Uh, so no, n- you know, no earth-shattering deals there, really. Well, I mean, I mean, good, good for the, uh, good for the the receivers of those guys. Uh, yeah, Duchesne and Zingle both went to Columbus, yeah. and they're both they were both the big, the two. I think there were three big guys in Ottawa, and those were two of them went to Columbus. Yeah. Um, and uh, ironically, uh, when the Duchesne deal went through, that night, um, uh, it was Columbus v. Ottawa. So literally on the first night of him being a Blue Jacket, they played they played Against in their Ottawa. Own team. They yeah. didn't even have to travel. They just had to take their bags down the hallway. No, Dezingle wasn't even uh, was was actually on the other team at that point. Oh god. He was still on the other team, and literally the next day they're like, "Oh, you might as well go on the plane with them then." Oh. <laughs> so that's such a brutal part of the sport for sure. Um, you know, especially because there's families involved and stuff like that too. But anyway, you know, that's what they're signing up for and that's what they get paid millions of dollars for. Okay, yeah. Um, so, oh, I've got this, uh, that Leafs trade you're talking about. Uh, Nicholas Baptiste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Tell um, me about that guy. I literally have no stats on okay. him because he's Do an we a- know he's, he's a guy. forward though? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's right. all I know about him. Okay, well, we'll find out a bit more about him for next time. Um, and na- uh, that was from Nashville and they acquire nothing so far for future consideration right okay they got Dubas's personal mobile number or something it's like I. it's like an IOU <laughs> yeah it's literally the equivalent of getting some of like getting buying something for a hundred paying fifty and say and just giving That's them an it. IOU yeah. let Dubas wrote his cell phone number on a sticky note and gave him that <laughs> yeah right the right right we'll we'll, tr- we'll, uh, we'll uh, take Nicholas Baptiste from you and we'll give you an Austin Matthews signature 
Just, yep. so, you can, just so you can feel like you've done something well. <coughs> okay. Um, um, should we talk? I, I, there's actually two more I want to talk about because they're pretty big ones. So Keith Kincaid, uh, New Jersey Devils starting goalie all season, uh, was traded for a fifth round pick in 2022. Wow. So that's just somebody clearing some cap space there. Yeah, literally. Um, and then the huge one. This was the big, the big news um, of the whole of the trade deadline, and that was Mark Stone, Ottawa's best player. Uh, really good guy. He went to the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, right. Uh, for Eric Brandstrom, Oscar Lindbergh, and s- a second round pick in 2020. Uh, again, n- you know, nothing really earth shattering there. What do you got? And then you want to know this one, Wayne Simmons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Simmons trade. So there was actually speculation from an insider himself that said uh, Simmons was going to go to the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know because that was the only real biggie that sounded like uh, it was interesting, you know. And uh, he ended up going to Nashville for Ryan Hartman and a conditional fourth-round pick in 2020. Hmm. So it looks like Nashville's trying to make some kind of playoff push here from going from first in the league at the start of the season. Subban got injured, and now they're probably... uh, Actually, I'm going to check this quick. I'm not sure they're that good anymore. Let's have a look here. Uh, um, they are eighth now. Yeah. So they're in the playoff spot, but want to make a push. Looks like. Yeah, for sure. And and who wouldn't? Especially, I mean, trade deadlines are time to, uh, especially in a, you're in a spot like that where you're clinging on to a playoff spot by the skin of your teeth. One a, a little boost might just do the trick, you know. Yeah. Right. Leafs yeah. next Leafs game. Okay, so Leafs played Buffalo. And it oh, was yeah. so um, you know this was the thing we talked about before about the Buffalo's sort of well not series but that we were going to play Buffalo uh, who are um, that's a local rival rivalry yep. so it's a uh, uh, what do they call it a a train game or whatever where you can get a train between the two cities or whatever they call that commuter game yeah. Uh, and um, we were going to play them when we first talked about it. I think we were going to play them six times before the end of the year. Does that sound right? And they've now played them once, and then this is be twice, and then we play them again. I think next week. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. I thought it was four. Well, I could but be. I could be wrong. Yeah. So the, the yeah. six might be wrong, but we definitely played them once already when we talked about it before. And we played them now since, th- which we're about to talk about, and we play them again. I think next week or the next coming coming days. Uh, yes. So I'm looking this looking at this here. Mm-hmm. I think we play them three times. Mm. I'm I'm genuinely looking at this right. right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, we played them. Played them w- uh, one here. What? Uh, yeah. So we played that. We pl- this is the game we're about to talk about. Uh, it was on at uh, 25th. Play them three days ago. Yeah, yeah, go on. yeah. Um, we play them this Saturday. Yep. And once more, I think. Okay. Anyway, so let's get on to but the yeah. one that uh, was a couple nights ago. So this was uh, continuing the wing streak for the Leafs uh, with a five-three final score. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the scoring here. So first period, Jack Eichel. Yeah. Making it one-nil Buffalo. A minute left of the first period on the power play. Yeah, so once again, we don't score in the first period, and we're starting the second period behind the eight ball. Well, this is our specialty. We're, uh, we're like... Yeah, I wish it wasn't. I know, I wish it wasn't either. Uh, 
I wish we'd start on time. Yeah. Pretty anyway, much. Uh, go on then. And now I'm liking the look of the second period. If you look over my shoulder here, this is a nice looking second period for Ooh. us. So yeah, fantastic. Start off the second period, tying it 1-1. John Tavares with his 35th goal of the season, assisted assisted once again by Jake Muzzin and Travis Dermott. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, So, next goal. Yeah. Another Leafs goal. Yeah. Making it 2-1 Toronto. Yep. Risha. Oh, Matthews then. Austin Matthews. Yeah. 30th goal of the season. He hits 30 goals. Uh, assisted by Kasperi Kapanen and Andreas Janssen. That crazy line that they got going at yeah, the moment. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, next goal. You're one of your uh, favorite guys oh, yeah, in the Leafs. Ennis. No. Oh, oh, who was it? Other favorite guy. Oh, the goat. Freddie the goat. Oh, okay. Ennis gets the one after, I think. Yeah, he does. Um, <coughs> so he makes it 3-1. Uh, assisted by Jake Gardner and uh, Trevor Moore. So that was our call-up. Oh, yeah, right. Call him up. Gets an assist in the show. There we go. I like that. Um... Next goal, as you said, Tyler Ennis. Ninth goal of the season. Assisted by Freddy the Goat this time. Um, and also by Morgan Riley, making a 4-1 try. Mm. What a fantastic uh, period. Was one more goal. Oh, God. Carried on. Not a least goal there. Oh, that's why I don't remember. I blocked it out like a car crash. Yeah, so making a 4-2, uh, Sam Reinhardt. Oh, yeah, that Reinhardt goal. Right, okay. Straight uh, into the third. Third period, uh, Jack Heichel. Oh, okay. His second of the night. Nine seconds in. Wow. That's uh, that's winning a face-off and taking a shot. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, it's not as good as the minor goal. It's seven seconds in. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was pretty, pushed pretty it sweet. A bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nine seconds in, uh, Eichel makes it 4-3. Mm, good. Kasperi Kappen decides, I, d I don't like that. Uh, so he decides to score a short-handed goal. Uh, to make it 5-3, assisted by Connor Brown. Excellent, yeah. Uh, so he, that's his second point of the night because he had an assist in the second period, I believe. Uh, yeah, on the Matthews goal. Cool. Uh, final score? 5-3. Five, 5-3 three. Five, five, three win, so now we're on a streak again. Yeah. Um, so... They go on. Oh. Um, uh, so one of those things where it was a tight game in shots as well. Uh, Buffalo outshot the Leafs by one uh, shot, 34-33. Uh, Cool. Right, two-game streak. Uh, straight onto the oil? Let's go to Edmonton quick then. All right, then. Um, so, so this is a, ni a nice victory <laughs> scoring-wise. Uh, this is probably Battle of the Goaltenders, looking at the shots here. Um, even at 36-36. Yeah. Uh, Shot-wise. Um, but obviously, we have Frederick Anderson, so... Yeah. We don't, we don't fall on that no. front. McDavid back back from suspension. Oh yeah, that crazy suspension and just for the record, <coughs> in my opinion, I don't know about you, but there was no there's no dirty hit there at all. I don't think he meant to do it, but he ended up s clipping the guy's head. Uh, Don Cherry uh, made this clear in the Habs game yeah, that we watched. Coach's corner. Um, that uh, he thought uh, the highest one should have been a game. Just one game. Yeah, for sure. And he got uh, suspended too. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Especially McDavid. McDavid is not, not a dirty guy. He's no. a sniping everyday guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's... Uh, it, 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 there was no intention there. Yeah. Um, but going into the game, <laughs> down again. Uh, starting off 1-0 Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl. 
Assisted by Connor McDavid himself coming back. Fifty-four assists. I mean, not as m- not as many as uh. Actually, I think he might actually have more with the modern. Never mind. Yeah. Um, but that's a power play goal again. Uh, so it seems like we always go down one because of a power play. Yeah. Yeah. We well, we're not do- doing great on the PK. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not sure how well we're gonna do tonight. Uh, but we'll get into that again. Yeah. Um, next goal, tying at 1-1, Patrick Marlowe. Back again, uh, 14th goal of the season, assisted by Jake Muzzin, who decided he wants to get a point per game now until the end of the season. And, uh, Connor Brown. The, um, the guy that was going to get traded to this exact team. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. In that, yeah, that last stat that you were talking about. So, ending, uh, the first period is tied 1-1. Um, going into the second period once again. Look over my shoulder. I'm liking all the badges on the players there. Yeah, that is looking lovely. Um, first goal. Uh, one minute nine seconds in. So a nice quick goal. Uh, Mitch Marner, uh, scores as twenty second goal of the season, assisted by Zach Hyman and Ron Hainsey. Excellent, Hainsey. Nice to see him with a point up. I was going to say, I was going to see how long it was until you mentioned how much you loved Hainsey. <laughs> yeah, I do love Hainsey. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, he's like, a, it's like somebody's dad still, you know, kicking it in the NHL. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, next goal, uh, making it 3-1, Toronto. Uh, Andres Janssen. That, that's just over a minute after the minor goal as well. Two minutes in. Two minutes that they've already scored. Two goals. Wow, that's great. Um, so yeah, Andreas Johnson scoring his 18th goal of the season, assisted by Kasperi Kapanen and Austin Matthews. Once again, that line producing. Um, moving on, That's we sweet. have uh, William Nylander. Um, back to old Nylander, obviously. He's getting a. P- I think he's had a point per game, um, making it his fifth goal of the season, assisted by Tyler Ennis and Patrick Marlowe. Uh, power play goal. So that power play is actually working there. Yeah, it is. And it looks like with the absence of Kadri, we have Andreas Janssen on the first line power play. Because power play goal, Andreas Janssen scores, making his 19th goal of the season, second goal of the game, 5-1 Toronto, uh, assisted by John Tavares and Mitchell Marner. So, Fine, what, going uh, well here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're owning it. Yeah, wait, I'm just going to look, look at this quick. Uh, yes, I am right. So I'm, I'm liking this. Um, next goal, a uh, 6-1 Toronto. John Tavares, 36th goal of the season. I think uh, I think the Leafs are trying something here. Oh no no no! Power play. Nylander's on this on the first line power play. Yeah. Because it's John Tavares, assisted uh, by Willie and uh, William Nylander and Mitch Marner. Yeah. God, what a what a lo- what a setup. That was 25 seconds into the third period. Yeah, I'm surprised it took him that long. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> but we're slacking again. We're flying, yeah. Um, cool. Mitch Marner got three points. Yeah, no, that was a um, good game. That, yeah, we that was a good game. We a minute ago, but that was a good game. Um, uh, last goal, uh, Oilers, kind of like a... Consolation. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And um, so, final score? 6-2. Uh, 6-2. to, two. Six to two. No, a great, a great win at home to the Oil. And um, tonight, we are away to the Isle... Is that right? Going back to Long Island, I believe. Yeah. Is it? Lo- do they? P- are they playing in Long Island? Uh, I swear well. they have like two arenas at the moment because 
they didn't have permission and won or something. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody lost a key. <laughs> yeah. um, um, they're going to. They're playing uh, New New York Islanders at home tonight. And the important thing to say here is about the whole all the John Tavares nonsense. So, do you want to move on to that now? Yeah, we might as well. So we'll talk about injuries in a moment, but let's talk about the uh, Tavares thing. Yeah, first. I mean we got injuries and we've got a uh, couple point things. So to talk about. But uh, um. But John Tavares came to us uh, from New York. And one of the things that I have forgot or neglected to mention, um, every episode we'd have a quick chat about captaincy of the Leafs and that sort of thing. And uh, we've talked to you about, uh, about it even with Scott and Cliff, Cliffy who joins us uh, every other show. And um, talking about the captaincy and what I've never brought up before, I don't think what any of us have ever brought up before was the fact that Tavares was captain of the New York Islanders. And so he surrendered a captaincy to come to the Leafs. And, um, and I, t- I forget about that, uh, you know, because he isn't the captain of the Leafs and I don't think about that. So he left a team where he was their captain. So for that group of fans, you know, not only did they lose this amazing player, but they lost the, their captain, you know, yeah, they they lost their um their franchise player. Yeah, and uh, and he was uh, you know clearly a <coughs> well loved player, and why wouldn't he be? Because he certainly loved on Leafs. He's l- he's an amazing guy, uh, and a great goal scorer, just a great all around player. Um, so anyway, clearly uh, <laughs> the Islander fans are still properly stinging about it, so much so that they actually put together this little video called a called dear john like a dear john letter um of various fans and whatnot basically having a blub about the fact that he's left and also having to go at him for leaving which is you know totally not on and i don't think i've ever seen anything like that before but anyway so if you haven't if folks haven't seen this uh it's easy enough to find it's called dear john just google dear john Tavares or something like that and uh, you'll see this little pathetic video that they put together and it is, I think it's just embarrassing for those people. Yeah, I mean, most fans, obviously, er, is that the, this is the equivalent of Austin Matthews leaving us to Arizona. Because mm. we, we all thought that was going to happen if there was no extension being made. So that is literally the equivalent of, uh, of us having Austin Matthews taken away from us by his own choice. Yeah, so um, one of the very first things that was going around when Tavares first uh, joined the lease was, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Finn, but it was a photo of him uh, when he was probably about, I'm going to say six or seven years old, wearing a Leafs jersey in his bed or something like that. And, uh, and that photo just went, viral when he first got traded to the Leafs and the story behind it was you know here was this amazing story of a kid who grew up in Toronto in and around Toronto playing hockey dreaming about being on the Leafs and like so many players in the NHL you would start off with your dream of getting into hockey as a hockey player is almost always to play for your hometown whatever the hometown pro team is Kid grows up in Toronto, dreams of playing for the Leafs, and the amazing story is is that he was coming home and, and uh, that we were getting him on the Leafs. Amazing, you know. Um, but, of course, in this Islanders video, they forget about all of that stuff because, of course, who could possibly want to leave New York no matter where you're from? You yeah, that, that, that is, that's the one thing that I know annoyed me and you as well is that um, they completely neglected this whole fact that... Um, he was going home. 
Yeah, like, and you, you, you and me were talking. Even if we were on flipping Tampa Bay, we were going to win a cup that year or something. Like, we had the makings of a great team. Yeah. If you get offered money to go and play for your home team. In front of all your family and, 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 and like in the town that you grew up and have dreamt about playing for that team your entire life. And it's the inspiration for you even becoming a pro hockey player. Yeah, we, 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 we talked about this um, together and uh, with, with my mate, as I said, uh, on the car journey. Yeah. You would even take a pay cut. Of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. In that situation. So, um, And um, John took, did take a pay cut because they offered him 91 mil. Yeah. And he only took 77. Yeah. And so, and also, you know, we, you hear murmurs around um, Marner signing for, uh, you know, taking a bit of a dent on it too because he wants to stay, you know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, this pathetic video that was put out there by New York Islander fans that was just, I just thought so arrogant for them to, th- to ig- totally ignore the fact that the guy was from Toronto. And obviously, just wanted to go home to Toronto. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I mean, this could probably be totally biased because we're obviously Leafs guys, right? I mean, if this, as I said, if the same thing happened to us with Matthews, I'm pretty sure we'd all be pretty ticked off. However, it's only kind of a set amount of Islanders fans that would agree with this video. Yeah. The rest will still be annoyed that he's left. Yeah, and still be at the game, maybe even booing him or whatever. And that, that's their right, right? But, but they wouldn't be lining up to get in some stupid video. But they wouldn't I be mean, lining there people, up. There were people genuinely crying in that video yeah but like i'm i'm there's probably they're probably hardcore fans or whatever um but a spoiled much i mean maybe they haven't had anything <laughs> happen in their life where they didn't get exactly what they wanted yeah um yeah like ev- everyone's gonna be a bit upset yeah as i said these guys could be hardcore guys there's gonna al- there's gonna always be hardcore fans everywhere that, as I said, will uh, boo him or whatever tonight. And, uh, yeah. Because cause he left. As oh I yeah. said, Matthew, Matthew's left. We'd all be pretty ticked off. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, is that you go to a team, you get you get traded to or drafted to a team, and, uh, you know, you're the best player and person that you can be while you're on that team and living in that community, and that's what he did. And, and uh, you know, we talked about it earlier, the harsh reality of playing in professional sport is one day you get tapped on the shoulder by the coach and he tells you to pack your bags and you're off somewhere else you know and that's just the nature of the sport and in this case it was just a guy coming home to his hometown so anyway crazy video watch it if you haven't seen it it's just one of the most pathetic things i've ever seen uh but we play so we're playing away to them tonight and the big worry is is that they're just all going to be just ruthless to uh tavares so what i'm hoping for and i'm sure every other leafs fan is is that not only do we destroy them on their uh, in on their home ice, but that Tavares scores a hat trick would be nice. Yeah, I mean Tavares scoring a toal would just kind of rub salt in the wound <laughs> of like a yeah, win or whatever. Jumping it there, yeah, one goal would be great. Yeah, three would be amazing. <laughs> three would just be so depressing. The Islanders would fold as a franchise. There would be people leaping from the rafters. There would be people purposely looking for the Momo thing. Oh my goodness, dude! Why did you even bring that up? <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, but um. Apparently, one of the big worries for uh, New York as a the Momo I, I, no oh. as uh, as a place, New York. Um, the mo- the biggest thing we're worried about is just fights breaking out in the stands amongst Islander fans themselves. No, among among somebody s- screaming, "You're you're a prick to their ass!" And this person beside him saying, "I love to their ass!" A big scrap breaking out. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe, but um, pillow fight. <laughs> but um, I, I, I saw a thing on the on a like Least Nation or whatever that we're uh, a part of on uh, like a social media group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, and it, and it was like a message going out to all guy all Leafs fans attending the game. Be careful. You may get punched or something. Oh, that's because ridiculous. No, but but genuine. But this is genuine because um, Tavares scores. The Leafs, the Leafs guys will cheer. They'll be like, oh well, he well, like they'll they'll be obviously annoyed that he left. Still, yeah, yeah, that he's come back and basically made a fool of them all. That they that they uh, didn't offer more or whatever, and make him want to stay. And um, they'll basically if if worst comes to worst and they end up losing and Tavares does something big. Then they'll all be so furious um, that they'll just think like screw it and just lit. Apparently, that is that is a, wor- a genuine worry that they might start that fights might start breaking that, that's out ridiculous. in the sense. That's, that's like British uh, soccer or whatever football. That's that's how they operate. The fans. Exactly. I, I, I gotta open another beer here. So I've just had this. I can't even get it open. I've just had a really terrible beer. Really? Yeah. I ha- look at this. It's this beer called Toast that is actually made if i understand this correctly it's made from recycled bread and How by, does that work by, re- <laughs> by recycled i mean i think they collect the bread no one wants <laughs> yeah they collect the bread that is past its sell by date but not yet moldy so they can't sell it but it's not gone bad and they take all those loaves of bread and they st- they've started brewing beer out of it and i thought i'd give it a go and it's uh, crap Okay, I gotta tr- quickly try and wash it down with this other thing here. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <coughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, with it, with this, with this Islanders game tonight, I just think um, with Sparks, so Sparks, is, I know for sure Sparks is starting tonight. How do you know that? Because that's what I wanted to know. That's what I've been. I can't find the projected lineup. <coughs> Excuse me. Look at that toast beer has wrecked my throat. See, I was I was saving it as a surprise while you, even though I watched you search there for ten minutes. Yeah, I was saving it as a surprise. I I, I knew this yesterday. What? Um, I heard Freddie's going to start tonight. No. Um, no, what? What? Because Shanahan called you earlier. Yeah, my guy Shanahan. <laughs> I told you I have contacts. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no. no uh, so you, you're saying that Sparks is starting tonight? Because it's um, second half of a back-to-back. Yeah, I know, but... No, no, no. Um, Bab said yesterday that um, they were going to start Freddie tonight and uh. Uh, Sparks was going to play the second half. I, I, I know, I know, okay. it's, a, I know it's, right. a, it's a thing where it would have made sense to play Sparks yesterday. Or pulled Freddy or something? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. but um, Okay, so Sparks is out tonight. So let's talk about tonight then in terms of who isn't on the ice tonight. So oh, Freddy's not fun. on the ice. Freddy's sitting on the bench. Uh, so Dermot, injured. Travis Dermot injured his shoulder last in night. last night's game. He's out week to week currently. And Kadri's uh, still out. Kadri's still out on concussion watch, but this is the big one. Yesterday, I saw an article. This is Jake Gardner, by the way. Oh, I yeah. I saw an article that uh, Dubas was going to make a... That uh, Dubas was going to the medical uh, place or whatever to get uh, an examination because... Um, Do you mean hospital? Uh, I don't know if it was hospital, but you, you know what I mean. like um, The medical place. <laughs> as in, like, medical staff or whatever the leaves. That's that like give. calling a school, you know, the learning place. Thanks, man. Um, that library. The book place. <laughs> It's making me sound super simple here. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not, but you know. Okay. Um, but uh, he went to speak with the medical staff at the Leafs to see our uh, check up on how he's doing. Was that uh, at the medical place? I was going to move on. Um, <laughs> he's been suffering with back spasms. This has happened. That's right. I d- I heard this. This has ha- this has happened to him before in yeah. earlier in his career, 
Um, but he went to speak to them and then he was going to make an announcement because he wasn't completely sure. There was only two ways it was going to go about. There's nothing in between. It was either going to be on the lower end of week to week as well as uh, Travis Dermott or it's going to be a, a season-ending injury. Wow. Okay, that's big news. Do you want Do you want to hear the the verdict, or you want to? Yeah, yeah. Go on. No, no you want to. You said you, you not want us to talk about something quick. No. Okay. So verdict is. He's only out week to week. Okay, good. Which right. means he'll be back in time for the playoffs. But this means tonight, uh, we've got on IR, Dermot, Kadri, and Gardner, right? Off. They're all not playing tonight. Um, anybody else? Is that everybody? That's everyone so I know so of. So that's a worry. That's a big worry. I am going to look at uh, some big holes there. Yeah, I'm going to look at our roster quick because I'm pretty sure I know who will be playing where. If I find this right. Yes. Okay. So with Gardner and Dermot not playing, it uh, looks like the D will be Hainsey mm -hmm. and Riley. Right. That's all right. Muzzin and I'm going to say Hull. Hull, maybe, or Zaitsev. Zaitsev. You think it'll be with Zaitsev? Probably. Um, but then who do we got left? Ozhiganov and oh, Hull. Oji. Oji and, and Hull. Hull. So Oji played last night instead of... Yeah, I, he I, was in for Gardner I'm not going to lie. I like, I like Ozhiganov. Yeah. Um, I think he's a... I'm pretty sure he's a young guy if I look at this. Um, yeah, we did new, all right. New guy, at least. Yeah, tw 26, so not too bad. Okay. Um, but I, I was going to say Oji and um, Zaitsev on the same line. Oh, yeah. Because they're... Because um, Zaitsev, uh, I'm pretty sure he's Russian, right? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't speak a word of English. Okay. Ozhiganov's bilingual. Okay, that's useful. So I was going to say, maybe maybe have Ozhiganov and Zaitsev on the same line because they can speak Russian together. Uh, it really, and uh, especially at speed like that where somebody says, yeah, hey, over here, and he can say, yeah, 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 it's like something random thing in Russian. <laughs> and then Ozhiganov can be like, he's oh, okay. <laughs> Ozhiganov can be like, yeah, he said pass the puck. Okay. Yeah, or something, yeah. Big thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be like... Score a goal. It'd just be doing... Uh, have, have you seen... Have you, there's like a... Um, there's like a gif around um, Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Ages ago. And it was it was from a video where they're um, doing like stereotype hockey things. Yeah. And it was like that coach that will only speak in sign language trying to psych out the other team. And it was literally... He was like a player coach. He took off his gloves and started doing all these weird signs. What? It was like... I was like, I was thinking that's kind of like a, that's kind of like what Zaitsev should oh be doing. Yeah? Just drop, drop the gloves. I don't think he's going to fight. And he just goes. Yeah. Oh, just a quick little. Yeah, just a yeah. little play kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Got it. But yeah, I, th I think Ozhiganov and uh, Zaitsev would make, would make a, a good. Interesting a good pairing. Yeah. Like if, if worst comes to worst or something, you've got five minutes left. There's literally no hope. Say we somehow get blown out 4-0 or something. Yeah. Maybe try those two guys together. See what happens. Yeah. Because that is the kind of situation or vice versa. Maybe you're killing them. You pretty much have nothing to lose. You're going into the final period. I know I know this happened with the Habs, but say we're going into the final period, 3-0. I know they could probably make a comeback or something with yeah. Bar Barzell, the nice young talent they have on that team. Mm -hmm. But maybe try something. And if it, say they let in a goal on their first shift, yeah, split it apart, win the game, maybe try it another night when you're playing, I don't know. Buffalo. Maybe, maybe Buffalo, yeah, because yeah. we killed Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, should do. But I, th I think they should try them together just because... They're both Russian, and maybe over time, Zaitsev can start. Um, sorry, Ozhiganov, because he's bi bilingual. Yeah, he can start implementing more English into what he's saying in Russian. 
so that over time Zaitsev will be will be able to do all hockey plays in English. He might not be able to speak English away from the rink. Like he might might go out to a coffee shop and just about be able to order a coffee or whatever. But um, <laughs> but uh, but at least at least he can speak to English with the other guys, yeah. which which means that if he's 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 on more of a rise this year, he's getting better and better as, yeah, as the season yeah. goes along. If he gets better and maybe works his way up to play with Muzzin, like he looks like he might play tonight, yeah, then at least he'll be able to speak English with the guys. So the play might it might make it smoother. It might even make the lines better because with Zaitsev, maybe it might not be the talent that's the problem. It might be that he's not be able to communicate with his D partner, yeah, which means that he could get out of um out of position, which has actually happened to him a couple of times, and the language barrier could be that problem. Oh, okay. Well, folks, you heard it You heard it here first from Dr. Finley Ray, Professor of Linguistics and Cultural Studies and uh, Diplomatic Attaché to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, I, sh- I should just, like, jump out of school now and just become some kind of, like, analyst on the Leafs. And yeah. Just be like, this is what you should be doing, Babs. Come on, man. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's okay. Really. Where are we at? So that's the games. That's tonight's game. Trade news. Uh, what else we got? So we only have really have a couple more things. Okay. This is a couple milestone things. Um, first off, oh I'm yeah. pretty sure um, Marlowe last night. Oh yeah. So the last night of the night before, he hit 549 goals. That's pretty career. good. That's a lot of goals. That I forget how goals. good he is. You know, he's awesome. Yeah, I mean. Um, he's he's playing with Nylander at the moment with um Kadri being out. Yeah. So they kinda need to stack that third line a bit more. Yeah. But now Marlowe and Nylander are suddenly sick and score a point uh, either of them score and it, they both get at least one point per game. Yeah. With the last game, I'm pretty sure last night Nylander got two. Yeah. Which is great and uh obviously Nylander's back toward Nylander, yeah. making it easier for Patrick Marlowe because uh, Patrick Marlowe on his way. He's close. He's, he's definitely he's on the up. I mean, he's... He's turning it around. Exactly what everybody hoped, including us, and we talked about it on, on here before, uh, that he'd be firing full tilt by the time we got sniffing around the playoffs, which is exactly what's happening. I actually think... that th- This is this is my another one of the, my quick theory things. Uh, probably last one of this episode. <laughs> Phew. Yeah, you're, w- you're welcome. Um, but I reckon that Nylander's back to old Nylander. However competition's bigger cause with our stack team that we have so maybe he they've raised the bar yeah because because we we brought in um Tavares yeah Jonsson and Kapanen are sick yeah last year Nylander was the Jonsson on the Matthews line that's right yeah that's and that's so was and so was Hyman so, but Hyman's still good yeah Nylander's still good yeah other guys flying other other guys are flying and everything yeah that makes you think that it m- might be because we're so good now. As a, the team itself has just lifted. The team itself has lifted. And um, with all the people that have um, stepped up the game around the league as well, Wayne Simmons being a big name in, the, in free agency as well. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay being sick and all that. With mm-hmm. um, Point, Point, I know he was, he was in the All-Star game last year as well. But he's definitely giving a, making his name bigger, yeah. known in the hockey world. Mm-hmm. I think that talent, um, instead of uh, on the off-season... Uh, a few years back you'd see Finna fishing or whatever yeah but like on a big holiday whereas <laughs> you still see him on a fishing but it's like in a nearby lake because he's got to go to the gym later that day yeah, yeah. to go practice yeah. I, f- I feel like NHL players are having to train a lot more to Just get work more work harder 
work yeah. harder, get better, quicker. And I think that Nylander is back to old Nylander. Yeah. But he's now trying to c- kind of... Catch up a bit. Catch up a bit with how much everyone else, everyone else has progressed. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, actually. You know, so he was facing the double whammy being out that long because not only did the season move on, but the progression of the team in general moved on beyond last year. So when he came back, he did not... He's, He's only now just covered that distance that he of, of where we were at last year, but the team itself has moved on further and he's still got some room to catch up and he's on his, ra- on his way to do that. So that's brilliant. And it's, it's the, I, I, th- I think this is uh, the same thing as Marlowe as well because Marlowe's kind of that all-time player because he's, he's been in the league a long time, th- over a thousand games now. Yeah. Um, but as uh, w- once again, l- last season, you, you, can tell, you can tell it's this because Marlowe's kind of flicking through all three of those lines, the top lines. Yeah. Because he started the season on the first line with Matthews. Yeah. Then he was with Tavares and Minor. Yeah. Now he's on the third line. Yeah. But last year he was on the second line with JVR and Minor. Um, JVR and Minor. Um, and he was sick, as we were saying, sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the same thing's happening with him. That um, as he's getting older, he and with with a family of um, and doesn't he have like two kids or something? Yeah. Um. With 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 that taking up time as well in the in the off season, when you're a guy like Marner or Matthews, you c- you have the time to go and do that because you don't really have any any other commitments other than maybe visiting your family. Yep. With him, he's got kids to look after, and when the off season is his time to spend time with his kids. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, th- I think that Marlowe and uh, Nylander on the same line. Um, they're going to start producing a lot more uh, goals. I th- I actually think that maybe you should uh, try a line with Kadri. Nylander and um, Milo on the same line. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because um, cause then if those guys are still producing, Kadri might start producing more. Um, Jonsson and Kapanen are solid on the on the, the Matthews line at the moment. Tavares, Marner, Hyman line is going great at the moment as well. So maybe if you start keeping the lines like that, thinking of who is playing well this season, instead of when Nylander first came back, they put him straight on the Matthews line, thinking, oh, last season he was sick on this line. Yep. This season, he's mi- he's missed a lot. He's missed NHL time, and as we said, team progress as well. Um, so putting those guys in the third line means they're producing on the third line. Yeah, it's with with the depth of the Leafs. This was the whole thing when he came back. The depth of the Leafs is so unbelievable. First and second line on every team is sick at the moment, and yeah. especially in the playoffs when playoffs come. The top ten teams for sure. Their third their third line is usually that kind of. A half grinder role where they still score a couple goals and whatever, but they're there to like kind of keep the goals out. Yeah, but our our third line is like another second line. Yeah, and our two top lines are like two first lines. Yeah, because they always switch. You never know who's going to be which. Which line's going to be the first line? Which line's going to start? Yeah, against the the other the opposing team's first line. Yeah, which is like literally having a, a, a one first line, another first line, a second line, and then a fourth line. Yeah, so the fourth line. Is kind of even with that with the other team's fourth line, but yeah. our th- our third line <coughs> is better than the other team's third line. Yeah, and then the first and second line are just so good, but then everyone else is as, w- as is as well, especially the guys that make it the playoffs. Yeah. So if we keep our players spread out, kind of like that, and with Nylander and Marlow on the on the third line there, that means that they're going to be up against the weaker a weaker line in in this sense. Yeah. That they're like literally a second line playing on the third line um if they if they stay on the same line and when Kadri comes back as well this might be some master plan kind of thing that with third line they're playing in a, uh, a weaker opposing line meaning that they're gonna 
create more chances because they're going to be able to keep the puck a lot more and it's going to be like watching um like in when you when you come to like my practice of something yeah and the first line plays the second line it's a bit easier for the first line because they've got all the skill guys in that line yep and then you've got the second skill guys on the other line but still the other line's got more skill players if you know what i mean uh sort of yeah, that was that was kind I'm of a hanging weird, in there a weird kind of tangent thing there. Yeah, that's all but right. what, what what I think is that with our depth at the moment, if you keep someone like Nylander and Marler and Kadri on the third line, yeah, that's like kind of like a, a secret uh, weapon kind of thing. That that um, all all the, all the other lines like when we play Tampa, first and second line are always going to be competing against their two sick first and second lines. Yeah, um, and it's going to just be kind of like an uh, oh. They're going to be counters, so nothing's really going to happen on those, on those shifts. And but then, they throw out their third line, and we throw it. It's like us throwing out another second line. Yeah. And then that's that's the line it's that's going to score us all our it's goals. Uh, relentless is the word. You know, if you're on the other team, and they just keep, and and you're facing a team that just seems to have almost three first lines, it's just relentless. And that's that's why our, our power play, with uh, they they put out their first line power play uh, penalty kill. Yeah. Or whatever, and then we throw out our first line power play. Yeah, Count, ca- counterpart because that's what they're meant to be. Yeah, yeah. We throw out a second power play unit. They it's throw out just their, as good as a first. But it's literally like having another first power play unit against their not as good yeah. penalty kill. Yeah. Which is what is working for the Leafs apparently at the moment with um seems to be the second line power play scoring lots yeah. of goals. Okay, all right. So uh, my theories right. are actually meaning something today that's, for that's some less reason. Of a theory that's more of a diatribe, but uh, it's a good one. Right. Uh, My, do you want to talk about these just a couple few milestones and then we'll uh, probably yeah. end up uh, leaving this for now okay alright what, um, what milestones that uh, have been hit uh, Matthews is first player in the franchise in franchise history to score 30 plus goals in his first three seasons yeah that's amazing I've got in depth on this as well so first season he played 82 games yeah got 40 goals god 82 he played 82 games in he that played season. all all 82 that's brilliant um, 40 goals in that season, and p- so uh, being 0.49 goals per game. Right. Second season, 72, because he was out uh, 10 with the injury. Yeah. Um, that that was when that whole thing came about, because uh, no one knew actually knew what was wrong with him. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, not even insiders knew what was wrong that's with him. That's right. And yeah, all the, all they, they, they didn't would say, say, all they was was say, was an upper body injury. They wouldn't say what it was with or whatever. Yeah. And um. But yeah, so he missed okay. ten, 10 games in that that season. Yeah, scored how many? 34 goals. Okay, good. That's uh, still for great. For 0.55 goals a season. So the per goals, uh, not per season, sorry, per game. Yeah. The per mm. games are moving up. Yeah. Third season, this season, current season. Cu- uh, so far, 48 goals. Uh, uh, sorry, not 48 goals. 48 goals uh, games played uh, for 30 goals, 0.63 goals per game. Wow. That's great. That what means a great that player. means that he should be scoring at least once every two games. Okay. What and so he's at thirty now. Thirty goals now. So he might hit forty. Yeah. Okay. Great. Wow, what a great start. What a great start. Unless so he might score the same same amount or even more goals than he did in his first season playing less games. Cool. What else we got? Um so we talked about the five hundred and forty nine goals for Marlowe. Yeah. Amazing. And then uh, oh yeah, we talked about Freddie's 300th. Uh, last one. Uh, I think this was uh, before the game last night. Marner had 200 points. He hit 200 points. That's great. What a milestone for that guy. Yeah, which means that now he's on 203 points. Yeah, that's in amazing. His, in his uh, career. God, I love Mitch. 
yeah, he's 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 my favorite player for recent. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, he's awesome. Uh, uh, was, la- last thing I was gonna say, one great thing about my training is that we started using color coordinated jerseys for lines. Oh yeah, but they don't really like that. They um the the uh, jerseys they give out the line jerseys are like ancient and awful or whatever. <laughs> so so if you have a jersey of that color, you can wear it. So I'm on the blue line. Nice. It means I can wear any Leafs jersey I want. Well, any home jersey. For any Leafs home jersey. You're set up for home and away there, I'm pretty sure. Because I, I, t- um, I have two uh, home jerseys in my bag. I have the Leafs one. Yeah. And I have an Arenas one. Both minor jerseys? Both of them minor. Nice. But um, You're, yeah, a, that you're that a fan's fan. Yeah. Super fan. Yeah. <laughs> I love minor, man. <laughs> Not going to lie. He's awesome. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, but I because um St. Pat's is coming up St. Pat uh oh yeah. coming up soon, so Leafs are gonna be wearing their St. Pat's jersey. I've got one. I've got one. I took it to training last night. Did you? Yeah, that's from the man cave. I took it down t- carefully. Oh, right. You know, okay. there's there's no rips. God, that's a museum piece. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> well, we were gonna take it down anyway because <laughs> no, you take pictures wear them and all. stuff. Um, uh, but oh god, yeah. that's a Matthews jersey. Yeah. So I was I was gonna say because I I I've had a I've, to training I've worn a Tavares jersey. Oh yeah. Um, a Mana jersey, and I was going to be like, "Oh, I've also got a Matthews jersey." Last night was the first night in like four training sessions. They said, "Oh, we're going to do color coordinated lines. It's going to be uh, so oh cool." No. So you b- busted out uh, an Ennis jersey. No, I whipped out the flipping Hainsey jersey. <laughs> hey, don't diss Hainsey. No, I don't like Hainsey. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Polak jersey or something. Listen, let's get out of here. Okay. Right. Um. Thanks everybody for listening and sorry that it's been a few days since we got our last one out. There's been so much going on. It's uh, been a busy life for UK hockey fam as well. Um, so this part, just before we sign off, want to give a couple shout outs as we normally do. I'm going to start with a different one. So if you want to check out us on a day, day by day basis and see what we're up to, we're pretty active on Instagram. We're on all the social media outlets. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Twitter. We've got a website, um, www.ukhockeyfam.co.uk. Yep. And, um, but we're probably most active on Instagram. We don't have time to, we've got lives, so we don't have time to be on everything. Uh, and somehow 11,000 of you lovely people follow us on Instagram. I have no idea why. But um, if you're not following us on there, find us on there, UK Hockey Fam. Follow us up. But one of the people that we come across uh came across recently is a guy named mitch lear and uh he's on there as as mitch lear um but he started his own um group uh instagram um account called life of a beer leaguer and that's life underscore of underscore a underscore beer leaguer and um mitch's story is that he i believe is a british guy who's currently living in I want to say Moscow, definitely in Russia somewhere, and playing in be- in the beer league over there. So just like we try and offer um, a different perspective on playing hockey, being Canadians living in the UK, check out Mitch's uh, group. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Life of Beer League, or check him out. Good guy. Um, also, uh, big up to All Star Sports in Swindon, Ian Clark shop, great guy. Uh, up north, uh, puck stop. Puck stop, yeah, she- in Sheffield. Uh, if you're in around Sheffield, Rotherham area, great place to go and get your get kitted out. Uh, really no- knowledgeable guys. Uh, back home around Kitchener Way, there's the Sports Screen, amazing uh, training device. We've got one here in our house, standing offer. Come around uh, if you're anywhere near West Oxfordshire and you want to shoot a few pucks, drop around, check out the Sports Screen. 
Uh, Beer League Republic. I just saw some totally sick uh, ball caps that they brought out with that original OG um, logo that I've got on that one. That I, that original one that I've got. God, I love oh, those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta I gotta put in an order for some more Beer League uh, Republic stuff. They're from around Toronto. They're awesome. Also, um, Crosscheck Clothing. Uh, who I think are from Rotherham, if I'm not mistaken. And a uh, bunch, great bunch of guys make amazing stuff uh, here in the UK. Crosscheck Clothing, check them out. On, they're across social media and they have a website too. Uh, bionic Skate Blades? Bionic Skate Blades. Gosh, those blades are so awesome. I mean, if you could see Finn skate now, the, the difference it's made is just... He was always a solid skater, but um, check actually check out on Instagram and you'll see... Finn's had two amazing breakaways where he just literally stepped away from the crowd recently. And, you know, he's a great skater, but Bionic Skateblades have played a part in that for sure, would you say? Yeah, definitely. And uh, they've got a giveaway going on at the moment. If you check them out on Instagram, I think they're giving away, like, really, not only their awesome blades, but they're, like, custom engraved or something like that, too. Yeah, right? you can get, like, your logo or your initials or, totally uh, wicked. What a wicked or whatever. Thing. Find them, Bionic Skateblades. Find them, uh, enter the competition if it's still going. Anyway, uh, let's get out of here. We'll be back hopefully at the weekend with Cliffy, uh, Scott and Cliff on. Cliffy's notes might be late in the weekend. Yeah. Um, but have a great rest of the week, everybody. Uh, have an awesome Friday tomorrow, and uh, we will speak to you soon. See you guys next time. Is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.